This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Hey, good morning, everybody. I hope your day is starting out well and you're ready to make it yours. I know I am. Coach Chris Cotton here from Autofix Auto Shop Coaching, where we work hard to support your auto repair shop success. As you get into today's episode, you may know someone in your network who can benefit from today's topic. So please take time to share personally or through your social network with those people. If you have an idea for a show topic or just want to talk, feel free to get with me at chris at autofixsos.com. Let's get started with episode 68, Leadership Gold, The Best Leaders Are Listeners. Before I get into that, though, how did it go with the previous weeks on your application exercises? Are you actually doing them? That's the important question, right? So if you are doing those and you're actively working this along with me, have you moved into mentoring others yet? If you did, what did you learn about yourself? I would love to hear about it. I already shared my email with you, chris at autofixsos.com. I'm going to share it again at the end. If you're actively working on the leadership position in your shop or in your business, please drop me a line and let me know how that's going. Chapter six, the best leaders are listeners. I'm going to tell on myself, I have to work really, really, really hard at listening. I'm a problem solver. I come up with solutions. People come to me in order to fix their problems. And one thing that I had to learn was it's easy for me to tell you how to fix it or what you think I think you should do. But really what I learned was, is it's my job to pull the answers out of the people. Like I can give guidance, but really it's up to me to listen. And I often ask like deeper dive questions. Tell me more about that. And then I let them exhaust everything they're saying. Then I try to help them, you know, get to the solution. That's more about what my job is versus me just giving you the answers. I could give you the answers, but if I do that, I'm not teaching you anything. Back when I was a shop owner, I was probably worst ever in my career at it. I remember a specific time, and I think I've, I've mentioned this other times. This is like my go-to. I was trying to train a new service advisor. We were at the counter. I think the customer was probably fine, but my internal clock said that this is taking too long. And I basically kind of elbowed my way into the conversation over onto the keyboard and took everything over and said, let me show you how to do this and basically did it. And when I got done, Kimberly pulled me aside. Thanks to Kimberly. Like a lot of great lessons in my life come from her. She pulled me aside and said, honey, she said, if you always do that, none of your people are ever going to learn anything. No matter how painful it is, it's better for me to sit and stand aside and listen and provide feedback and do that instead of jumping in and doing it myself. Having said that and tattling on myself a little bit, the other thing I will say is a difficulty for me is when I'm trying to actively listen harder, I lose focus because I have the attention span of a gnat and there's squirrels running all over my brain. And I really have to stop and focus back in on the conversation, exactly what I'm hearing. I think I mentioned it or I have it in the notes later in this chapter, but I wanted to make sure and make this point as we go along. Anytime you're talking to somebody and you're listening and there's something on the line, like there's a deadline, like there's a task or anything for that matter, somebody once told me, you have to make sure that what is said is what is heard. Say that again. 
Make sure that what is said is what is heard. And that goes for you when you're speaking and for when you're listening. And a great way to do that is to say, hey, so-and-so, while you were talking, you said this, but this is what I heard. This is how I understood it. And then as a result of how I understood it, this is what I'm going to do. And just check in because I don't know how many times I had coaching sessions early on in my career where I thought we were both on the same page and then we were doing follow-up for homework and activities, things like that. And they didn't understand at all what I was saying. And so part of that falls on me for maybe needing to articulate that better. But I should have followed up and said, hey, we talked about this for 10 minutes. This is what I said. Is that what you heard? Okay. Just need to make sure that I put that out there. Um, In the book, uh, they have a quote from Stephen Sample. And it says, many leaders are terrible listeners. They actually think talking is more important than listening. But contrarian leaders know it is better to listen first and talk later. And when they listen, they do so artfully. The positive benefits of being a good listener are way more valuable than we often recognize. There's a story, and I'm going to tell the story. And then again, this is, you know, make sure that what is said is what is heard. Um, I'm going to use the word redneck in here. I hope it doesn't offend anybody. I grew up in the rural South. So if you are one, I think you can share it. So here's the story. So a couple of rednecks are out in the woods hunting. One of them falls to the ground. He doesn't seem to be breathing. Eyes roll back into his head. The other one with him whips out his cell phone and calls 911. In a frantic, he tells the operator, Bubba's dead. What can I do? And the operator, calm and collected, smooths the other side of the pillow says, just take it easy. I can help first, but let's make sure that he's dead. Complete silence on the other side of the phone. And the the 911 operator hears a gunshot on the other side of the line. The guy comes back and he says, okay, now what? So as the story illustrates, right, we can hear what is said without really listening to what is being communicated. The hunter in the story heard what the operator told him and technically did make sure that his hunting companion was dead But had he really been listening, I don't think he would have shot his partner. And there was something else I read yesterday by Kim Walker, who is a partner and owner in Shop Marketing Pros. And they also have their own podcast coming out on the the Aftermarket Radio Network. And I should have probably pulled this up. It was two, two children. One was successful. One was an alcoholic. I think the story was the father was a severe alcoholic. And somebody asked the one son, Hey, how did you you end up becoming an alcoholic? And the answer was, was I watched what my dad did. And so the same person asked the other, the sibling, how did you get so successful? How did you end up where you're at? And this, the person asked, I watched what my father did. Two different people doing the same thing, but the perception was completely different with what they did with it. AutoLeap is a cloud-based, all-in-one auto repair software that helps to keep complete track of your business, from scheduling appointments to managing technicians to generating invoices. Supercharge your growth with AutoLeap. Customers that fully adopt AutoLeap see the following benefits in their first year. 30% revenue growth, with top customers seeing over 100% growth, 75% decrease in no-shows, allowing you to service more customers, three times increase in positive Google reviews, leading to stronger online presence, 50% time saved on administrative tasks, driving increase in operational efficiency. Do it all with AutoLeap. Key features and functions include estimates, invoices, scheduling, Google reviews, inspections, communication, QuickBooks, reporting. Get in touch with AutoLeap to see how you can transform your auto repair shop. 
For a limited time, if you schedule a demo, sign up with AutoLeap and they will waive the $250 implementation fee. You know, going back to the the hunting story, the story may seem silly, but it contains an important truth, right? When we hear without really listening, our leadership is bound to suffer and so will our followers. If we're not clear and have clarity, our followers will not be clear and have clarity as well. There's a study that said, you know, we hear half of what is being said, listen to half of what we hear, understand half of that and believe half of that and remember only half of that. So if you translate all that into an eight hour workday, here's what it would mean. Um, You spend half your day, about four hours in listening activities. Um, You hear about two hours worth of what is actually said. You actually listen to about an hour of that. You only understand 30 minutes of that hour and you believe only 15 minutes worth of that half hour. And you remember less than eight minutes of the whole four hours worth of what is said. That's a pretty poor track record. And it shows that everybody needs to work harder on actively listening. So let's get into why listeners are more effective leaders. Okay. So number one, understanding people precedes leading them. Uh, leadership finds its source in understanding In order to be worthy of the responsibility of leadership, a person must have insight into the human heart. Like you have to know what is inside the person. Sensitivity towards the hopes and dreams of people on your team is essential for connecting with them and motivating them. I'll never forget. I had a a shop owner who she got her shop. Somehow it's way more common than you think. It was a husband and wife that owned it. They got a divorce and the husband left and the, the wife stayed to run the business. And she reached out to me and we were working on her shop. I wanted to push her into doing weekly meetings with all of the employees. And she pushed back, pushed back, finally admitted. She's like, I don't know any of my employees' last names. I don't know anything about them personally. Finally, we got her to do those weekly meetings. And it ended up that those were the best days that she had was actually in those meetings, learning more about the people. When you learn more and ask more about your employees, One, it makes them feel part of the team. Two, it lets you head off issues at home that wiggle their way into the workplace. So really, again, um, I'm going to repeat this sentence. Sensitivity towards the hopes and dreams of people on your team is essential for connecting with them and motivating them. John Maxwell also has another book called The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. In that book, he talks about the law of connection. And the law of connection is leaders touch a heart before they ask for a hand. You cannot connect with someone if you don't try to listen to and understand them. Not only is it not fair to ask for the help of someone with whom you haven't connected, it is also ineffective. If you want to be more effective connecting with people, make it your goal to understand them. The only way you can understand your employees is by asking and listening. Number two, listening is the best way to learn. You know, it's no accident that we have one mouth and two ears. I know everybody's heard that. Um, But when we fail to listen, we shut off much of our learning potential. You know, there's a phrase out called seeing is believing. Well, so is listening. I think talk show host Larry King once said, I remind myself every morning, nothing I say this day will teach me anything. So if I'm going to learn, I must do it by listening. Number three, listening can keep problems from escalating. This goes back to what I just said a minute ago. You have to do the eating the elephant or the notebook technique. One of my prior podcast episodes. That's all I talk about how to do that. And that's what I was talking about um, just a minute ago with this lady. 
who needed to have meetings with their employees like once a month. So again, number three, listening can keep problems from escalating. There's a proverb that says, listen to the whispers and you won't have to hear the screams. I mean, that's pretty much it. If you're heading things off at the pass, if you're de-escalating things before they get escalated, you can listen to the whispers and take care of that before people are stomping mad, acting a fool, everything else in the business. Good leaders are attentive to small issues. They pay attention to their intuition, their gut feeling, and they pay close attention to what isn't being said. You know, if we're talking about that, that requires more than just good listening skills. It requires a good understanding of people. And it also means being secure enough to ask for honest communication from others and to not become defensive when receiving it. To be an effective leader, you need to let others tell you what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear. A common fault that occurs in people as they gain more authority is impatience with those who work for them. And if you remember the story I told at the very beginning, that's kind of where I was at. Because I've done it, because I know how I wanted to do it, I sometimes lose patience with those who work for me. And that's a terrible trait to have. It's something that you have to, one, realize, and two, you have to break it. You know, leaders like results. And unfortunately, that action orientation sometimes causes leaders to stop listening. A deaf ear is the first symptom of a closed mind. And having a closed mind is a surefire way to hurt your leadership. Have to be open. The higher people go in leadership, the more authority they wield and the less they're forced to listen to others. You know, however, their need to listen becomes greater than ever. Like like if you're over 20 different people, 30 different people, even a smaller shop, five to 10 different people, your need to listen becomes greater than ever. The more people that you have working for you, the farther leaders get from the front lines, the more they must depend on others for accurate information. And if you haven't formed the habit of listening, you're not going to get the facts that you need. And when a leader stays in the dark, whatever problems the organization is having will only get worse. Number four, listening establishes trust. Effective leaders are always good communicators, but that means much more than just being a good talker. When leaders listen to followers and use what they hear to make improvements that benefit those who speak up in the organization, then followers put their trust in those leaders. When leaders do the exact opposite, when they fail to listen, it damages the leader-follower relationship. And when followers no longer believe that their leaders are listening to them, they start looking for someone who will, either within the organization or they'll start looking for another job. Number five, listening can improve the organization. The bottom line is that when the leader listens, the organization gets better. Lee Iacocca said, listening can make the difference between a mediocre company and a great one just by listening, listening and responding. Um, listening always pays dividends. The more you know, the better off you are. And as long as you maintain perspective and think like a leader, things will work out in your favor. Is it possible to be a leader without being a listener? I mean, the answer is yes, but if you talk to employees and companies all across the company or across the country, they'll tell you that they work for people who do not listen to them. Is it possible to be a good leader without listening? The answer is no. Like you can be mediocre, but you can't be great. No one can go to the highest level and take their organization there without being a good listener. It just simply doesn't happen because you, you never get the best out of people if you don't know who they are in their souls, in their heart. And that goes, you know, where they want to go, why they care, how they think. And then what they have to contribute. You know, you can learn all of those things if you only listen. One of the greatest gifts you can give anyone is the gift of attention. But listening to followers isn't isn't just a gift to them. It benefits the leader, too. And when leaders listen, they receive others' insight, knowledge, wisdom, and respect. That puts all of the organization's assets into play and helps the fulfillment of the vision and attainment of the goals. Again, hopefully... 
that resonated with you and and then my stories are helping out. We're going to get into the application exercises and then the mentoring moment. You know, at the beginning of the episode, I asked, are you doing the application exercises? Are you working harder, coaching your employees and doing the mentor moment? I'm going to ask you again, shoot me an email. Let me know how it's going. Okay. I would love to know what your struggle is in that. So here's the application exercises for the chapter, best leaders or listeners. One, give yourself a listening audit. The next few times you're in meetings, ask somebody that's with you to help you track how many minutes you spend speaking and how many minutes you spend listening. If you're not spending at least 80% of the time listening, you need to improve. And then try writing an L on your notes where you'll see it. L is for listening. Number two, who doesn't feel listened to? If people you work or live with feel that you do not listen to them, you'll be able to see it in their faces. Think about the people who are most important to you in your life. The next time you have a conversation with them, stop everything you're doing. Give them your undivided attention. Put your phone down. Turn the radio off. Do whatever. Look them in the eyes uh, and look them in the eyes as they speak. If you see some sort of surprise, avoidance, or hostility in their expression, it may be because they feel you've not really listened to them in the past. And then start a dialogue. On the subject, ask if you've neglected to listen in the past and then let them talk. Don't defend yourself. Seek only clarification and apologize if necessary. And go back to what I said earlier. Make sure what is said is what is heard. Ask for clarification. Hey, I was trying to focus as much as I could on our conversation. I heard you say this and I meant it to be this. Is that really what you were saying? Um, Number three, what people have you neglected to seek out? Effective leaders are active listeners, and by that, they do more than listen to people who approach them with something to say. They seek out the thoughts, opinions, and feelings of others, starting with the top leaders who work for and ask them. If you haven't heard from some of your key people recently, seek them out and give them in your ear. Ask them, what's going on in the company I need to know about? Is there something that we need to talk about? If you have problems Get with the top two people in your company and sit and figure those out and come with a path forward. But make sure you ask for the input and then you listen. As always, we end with the mentoring moment in these. And here's your here's your opportunity to help enrich somebody else's life, help them be a better person within your company. Three, take note of anything they sense in the room and of what isn't being said. Have them watch other people's movements, body language, etc., And then after the meeting, ask for their insights and conclusions and then share with them all the dynamics that you observed while you were doing it. So, again, it's uncomfortable. But if we see a behavior, if we pattern the behavior, if we try to fix the behavior and then we try to teach our corrections to somebody else, we can make our teams better. And that's part of leadership. And that's part of the point that I'm trying to get off with the series. Okay. This has been coach Chris Cotton from auto fix auto shop coaching. If you find yourself struggling in your auto repair business or have a feeling like you don't know what you don't know, but you're eager to learn and grow your business, then please feel free to reach out to me, Chris at autofixsos.com or give me a call at 940-400-1008. Time to get out and rise and grind everybody. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Weekly Blitz with Coach Chris Cotton on the AftermarketRadioNetwork.com. Follow Chris on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Chris is all for advancing the aftermarket.